back, everybody, to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Rick Press. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. And the holidays are coming, so we're, Happy we're, holidays. we're making our lists and checking them twice. And there's lots of lots of restaurant lists coming out. We're going to talk about those. But first, we have some big news to talk about. Holiday hamburgers? <laughs> no, Steve, oh, Steve, our weekend chef, was on television. Okay. Well, I I wouldn't call it that. <laughs> you, were, you were you were on the whole. What do you world? mean? We're, you. we're fielding calls every minute. We have a whole bank of calls. You know, people answering calls about. Boy, he was so great on that show. Oh, I had some people going like uh, saying that. Uh, well, we saw your mug for a second. You know, <laughs> that's what it was. Let's reenact your moment. Deliver your line. Uh, I, don't, the, the, I like the atmosphere and the food's great or something like that. That was all he said. Yeah, and then he, I'm sure all the best stuff was left on and the cutting room floor. they played that on every restaurant. They played the same line. Well, right? they, uh, you know, Billy's such a good character that when they did his, I mean, they really didn't, uh, because they were out there when I was there shooting a bunch of stuff. Matter of fact, I really was thinking my wife was going to be on because they started asking me questions and and I started answering and I wasn't using complete sentences like I know I should and stuff and <laughs> and uh, and then she started talking my wife Susan and she was like and they start panning camera this way going like I'm on the wrong person <laughs> she was the good interview but let's go back Steve, this Steve is a are, show called mm-hmm. Eat the Nation mm-hmm. right? on the cooking channel on the cooking channel and mm-hmm. their first this the pilot episode they was, come here to Fort was Worth shot here in mm-hmm. Fort Worth mm-hmm. and uh, Billy Oakacres was one of the places and that's where Steve was on yeah I hang out there all the time yeah billy woodrich is a you know made for television camera uh, yeah, made like, for television character and he was oh, terrific oh yeah christmas is my belly i mean we can't we can't, can't fight with that <laughs> right and they went out and they saw him you know working in his smoker and all uh-huh. that kind of stuff and that that was actually let off the show um, right and it was probably the best segment as far as i thought I mean, not just because steve was in it <laughs> right i mean well there was all those little one-liners of like christmas is my belly and and the place just has such character and everything, so uh, right. it would kind of let off the show. And they went to a bunch of other, you know, smaller places like Kincaid's and and uh, let's see. she went to uh, the yeah. Enchiladas Olay. Enchiladas Olay, and with Mary Pettis mm-hmm. and uh, Kincaid's Burgers, right? And also to Carson's Deli, mm-hmm. where she saw the meringue jiggle Talks on the meringue the pie. pie. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, and they actually had a watch party. Uh, at Billy's the uh-huh. first night it came on and I went there and and watched it and the the uh, every time somebody showed up everybody would be you know they everybody would do this little applause and yays and stuff so when I showed up they oh they all applaud and yayed and by the time they finished yaying you couldn't even hear what I said I was already gone now, Steve, <laughs> he kind of expected us to do that when he walked in for the podcast exactly. but I refused how have you been dealing with the onslaught of media attention since well, then you know, my, my uh, sister, she actually, uh, whenever I show up on TV, she'll actually pause it and take a picture and post on Facebook, take a picture of her TV. So she did post it up, and I did get some people, you know, like my brother's going like, I didn't see it. I said, well, that's okay. You didn't miss anything. And, and, and it we, airs again. Tell yeah. us when. Well, we should say that Eat the Nation, this is a good show. It spotlighted four local independent restaurants, and, mm-hmm. and so it picked, you know, four great, local great Fort Worth, for Fort Worth, small yeah. independent restaurants, and it will show again on December 8th. At 9 p.m. and December 9th at 1 a.m. So uh, you have set a couple, DVRs. couple of more chances. Set your DVR for Cooking Channel, not Food Channel. Cooking Channel, Eat the Nation. Yeah, it was it was a cute show. I thought it was uh, learned some things about uh, Kincaid's and and 
enchiladas ole. So that now, what did she mean, Steve, when she looked up at you and said, oh, you have such big hands? No, it wasn't me. It was, it was Billy. <laughs> she, she kept talking about everybody's big hands. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was, there was plenty of the whole yeehaw Texas kind of thing that, of course, they shot lots of uh, B-roll down in the stockyards. And, but it, it still shined a, a very nice uh, light on Fort Worth restaurants. Yeah, Cow- and, cowboyed and the, it up. But, and and it, some of the restaurants that are not, you know, nationally well-known, like uh, – right. So that, well, that was kind of what they're trying to do. Particularly, I mean, Billy, they showed brisket, and people see brisket. A brisket looks like a brisket. But, you know, Matty Pettis, enchiladas olay, like that stacked chalupa. Stacked tostada, yeah. Stacked tostada. Some yeah. of the things that Mary had looked really good on television. She, and she brought, brought, like, a whole entourage at the uh, party that night. I mean, it was like... Half of the Billy's place was all. And doesn't Billy sometimes help her out with brisket? Well, she serves yes. her, her brisket enchiladas. Enchiladas Olay's big special right now is a brisket enchilada made with Billy's brisket right. and topped with a, a, a green chili. And it's almost like a, a roux or a gravy the way she makes it. It's thicker than a sauce. Yeah, these are two of the kind of, you know, that, that was gonna, like people know Kincaid's. They know the name Kincaid's. But it's nice to see. Places like Billy's and, and Enchilada's Ole getting getting the attention. Yeah, at Kincaid's they just showed them making a burger and how it was all the, how they trim all the the burger and all that and all the fat and gristles trimming. And she kept saying, "It's so clean, it's so clean, it's so clean." Is it surprising that a place in Texas is clean? I don't know. <laughs> well, it was also funny that, uh, that you know, she was talking about how you know Texas is where you get the meat, and and you've said before that the meat that that. Kincaid's uses is not from Texas. Oh, right? that's right. It was a. It's always been a hormone, you know, hormone free that's bought from Colorado. Colorado. I, I don't know <laughs> if that's. I don't know if that's where. You know, but, where and it they is also confirmed right something that we suspected in the burger battle, which is that they, they don't use. They don't they season don't the burger salt. at all. No yeah, salt. No pepper. And that was always. While we thought the burgers were really good in this burger battle, we thought just a little salt or pepper would have really kind of elevated the the meat a little bit. So so we would say if, you know if Kincaid's if Take a note from You'd the burger like battle judges. I, I would like, say a little salt. I kind of like the no salt, but just you, a little salt. Like, a little I mean, after after the burger battle, when there was way too much salt on most mm-hmm. of those burgers, I'd say I'd say the the error is more often to too much salt than not enough salt. But okay, now we did our list of the top burgers, and now we are not the only ones who do lists. Everybody else is surprise, surprise. <laughs> I guess people seem to like lists. And, lists uh, have uh, become you, really big. We're one of the only ones that actually go around and eat at every place on the list, though. So you have to you have to take everybody else's list with a grain of salt. Well, and, and we did and lists. They put, they put salt on there. We did mm-hmm. lists back before they were counting how many clicks you got for them. I mean, we did lists back when it was just like print, you know. Right. So... Mm-hmm. so but some interesting lists. You said the uh, a steak list came out. This, There's a, this America's week. 50 best steakhouses, and includes Perini Ranch and Abilene, which south of Abilene, which is only to our drive west. Tom Perini, Perini Ranch. Like get up on Sunday instead of your brunch wherever you usually go. Hitch up and gas up. Gas is cheap. Go out and have <laughs> Sunday lunch at Perini Ranch. It'll be a Western experience, okay. and you'll be back before the Cowboy game. And then the uh, and then uh, Pappas Brothers and Irving, Albernays, your usual well, usual yeah. Dallas suspects were on the list. So you had 50 best steakhouses. And then there's another list, open table list, the fifty be- the 100 best restaurants in America. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, one of the, the real fine dining, you know, a, a, you know, year old, but, you know, just been incredible here, Le Cep, the really nice contemporary French restaurant, made the best 100 restaurants in America. Yeah, congratulations to them. And then, of course, Texas Monthly put out its best 120 tacos you, you yeah. should have before you die. How, how, you many, die? how many of those have you already had, Steve? Uh, 
three. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you I better get to work then. But, I uh, thought you'd had 40 or 50. Uh, uh, Revolver Taco. Revolver Taco is, is on that. Uh, they, uh, uh, yeah, they make a lot of the good taco list. What yeah. were the other tacos locally? Do you remember the, uh, any of the other supplies? They're best tacos from Fort Worth. Best tacos from Fort Worth. All right. Uh, first one listed, Mikokula. You know, mm-hmm. I, I definitely would uh, go along with Mikokula, shreds of beef with grilled onion. Mikokula is kind of for everybody that's lamenting the loss of Salsa Fuego. It's not far away to Mikokula and Cambui. Mm-hmm. Mikokula has like the enchiladas. If you like enchiladas, that's not their specialty. Their specialty is meats, all the uh, carnes, meat tacos, meat dishes, uh, smoked chili relleno. So Mikokula, Taco Heads, Taco Heads, the truck that's mm-hmm. going nice. to open. Yeah. Uh, it's going to open soon on Montgomery. Salsa Limon, the former truck that's now the Taqueria's. Multiple the locations. Multiple you know, TCU and, and the modern. Uh, the Puffy Taco at Polito's restaurants. Yeah, I've got to disagree with that. <laughs> Sorry. The, uh, it, it, the, the Puffy Bowl Taco at Polito's is, is a masterpiece, but I think there's a couple of other Puffy Tacos, too. I think I could die without driving, having that one again. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. uh, and then the uh, and then Granny's on the north side, uh, and Revolver and, and oh, and Nuevo León Cabrito, uh, Cabrito Taco. Okay. Yeah, but and, Revolver got the top taco. And the La Superior on on uh, on Hazel <laughs> Avenue. So. Which taco at Revolver? Uh, classic. Uh, yeah, and oh, this got the top taco award. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, duck breast with caramelized onion, a finish of tart tomatillo salsa. You want to bring friends along. You want to bring friends along to order the exquisite pulpo tacos, sautéed octopus, layered with pan-fried leek, and topped with a velvety jalapeno salsa. Actually, that's really good. I like that yeah, one. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, when I go down to to Malice down on Vickery, they never have octopus and leek. <laughs> They're always out of it. So. I have to. If I were going to pick a favorite out of those, I would say salsa limon is probably my favorite. Um, I, now I, I'm I'm not a snob, and I, mm-hmm. I do the enjoy the occasional gringo taco at a place like Torchy's. So, you know, maybe I'm not the the best person to say, but I, I think as far as sort of authentic sort of street tacos, salsa limon, you can't go wrong. Well, I think it's between salsa limon and taco heads, and I think they're both really good. And I might like I might like the tacos better at salsa limon and the salsa better at taco heads. Mm-hmm. Really, and so, and so taco heads is opening brick and mortar. Taco heads is opening brick and mortar. At, at uh, on Montgomery, right across from the Cowgirl Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. uh, they're building the, the brick and mortar restaurant there, where there was another little Tex-Mex restaurant. Okay, cool. So they'll be right there. So if you're on your way to, to and from Montgomery Street Cafe, they're between the Montgomery Street Cafe and the Quickway Burger. Awesome. Uh, also on Bud's wish list is he, he would like to go to the four hundred and fifty dollar oh. wine dinner at Lasep. So if anybody wants to fund Bud to go on, to that. on uh, Tuesday, the uh, uh, and this this would be I guess the the sixth seventh whatever that Tuesday is. Uh, they're having a four hundred twenty five dollar per person wine dinner dinner. It's called a thousand point wine dinner. <laughs> uh, I don't even you know I, I'm not a wine dinner guy, so I don't know the point system. But it is by far the most expensive dinner. I have ever seen promoted in Dallas or Fort Worth, even counting the Ritz-Carlton. I've never seen a $425 dinner. How many people do you think that well, – Lisep is not a big place. I so. think Lisep is a, a seats maybe 60, you know, mm-hmm. maybe 15 tables of four, maybe less than that. And, I, you know, I, there are probably about 60 people in town who would pay $425 for dinner. I mean, you know, if you take all of Dallas-Fort Worth. But, it, you know, it will be a tremendous – Now, if, if we had our own sort of wish lists – 
Yours was to go have somebody take you to the Lesep, uh Yeah. After I there. had a dozen tamales from Mikosa Nita, which, <laughs> by the way, get your tamale orders in now for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> Put that on your to-do list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get your tamales. Mm-hmm. I would like to go to, uh, and nothing is keeping me from this other than just time, as uh, Horseshoe Hill, as Bud mentioned in um, in his Eat Speed column, is really kind of cooking cooking with gas, and uh, it sounds really good if uh, you need to get down there for the holiday have, have somebody take you there for the holidays right that's yeah. grady spears uh chicken fried steak restaurant it sounds like he's branching out a little bit beyond chicken fried steak boy everybody you know when grady opens a restaurant go early and go often and you know cause, you never know how long it's going to be around uh, i wasn't going to say that but that's my point you'll go or get there while you can and the um because he may move on to another idea another concept right and the uh you know, but what you know, but Grady's really doing great at Horseshoe Hill. It's been packed, uh, you know, most lunches and 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 dinners, and it's open only Wednesday through Saturday lunch and dinner. So uh, he's got the the chicken fried steak five ways, but he's also got like, you know, braised pork shank. He's got a couple of steaks, roasted chicken, a lot of good menu items, and just you know, really things smoothed out there, doing a really good job. Steve, anything on your wish list for this holiday uh, that we could, other I, than being a TV celebrity? <laughs> Well, I've been kind of wishing for the new menu to come out at uh, La Perla Negra. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, Kevin Martinez, you know, start, has started up working there, and he's been let me sample little things, you know, that is, oh, this is going to be on a new menu. Oh, this is going to be on a new menu. And it's, he's getting really close, and, like, I go in, I go, I want something. For, like, today uh, he has, like, some ice cream they're working on. He let me have a scoop of ice cream after after I finished up, a, you know, that they're working on. So, so, but I'm ready I'm ready for the new menu. <laughs> now, Steve, I know you love La Perla Negra. I want to uh-huh. point out that Del Frisco's is open for lunch during the holidays. You can mm-hmm. go to Del Frisco's. Mm-hmm. You know, La Perla Negra is two blocks from the from right, DFW.com. Uh, so south the, end of Here downtown, at the yeah. DFW.com World Headquarters. You know, yeah, it's like, La yeah, I, I would say it's away. closer to like a block. It's really close. Yeah, and, the, and then uh, Del Frisco's is open for lunch Monday through Friday in December only, and they have mm-hmm. a big lunch menu. Well, it sounds like there'll be plenty of good holiday lunches to be had. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll put... I'm putting that on my wish list also. You can take me to Del Frisco's for lunch, bud. And we'll be back, I hope, at least once more before the holidays, and we'll talk about what's open for the holidays, dining, and maybe where to go for New Year's. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. Santa Santa's work is never done <laughs> when it comes to the Eat Speed podcast. Maybe bring a big sack full of burgers for everybody. <laughs> you got a deal. Once was a sweet thing.